There was a time when there's nothing I'd want more than to hear a good story. That was the greatest thing in the whole world, I used to think. Something to hook you from start to finish. Something to grab you and pull you into another world. That was worth anything. Anything to go somewhere else. Be someone else. Someone other than me. Who was I, after all? Lottie Lerman. An unremarkable girl stuck in the middle of nowhere and unlikely to ever leave. Not smart. Not pretty. Not much of anything. Might as well be nothing at all. Can you blame me for dreaming up another self to be? Well, of course, back then I didn't realize what it cost. There's always a cost. You see, even dreams demand blood. Mine most of all. I bled myself dry to build a world that was like nothing that came before, but it still wasn't nearly enough. I failed. It was all taken away from me. And that's when I started to think, was it worth it? To lose myself, become something else, a woman I hardly recognized anymore. For what? For a stupid dream. It's not an easy thing to admit that the first real thing you did in your life wasn't really worth anything at all. But it's a start. The first step to something else. Something better, maybe. Or just different. I don't know. All these years and I still don't know. Was it right what I did at the end? I can still see her face. Sometimes I see it in my dreams. Her eyes, frozen. Her mouth, screaming. Ethel, I'm sorry. Forgive me. You don't need to hear any of this. I owe you an ending. Here it is, just the way it happened. Maybe when you see it all, you'll understand. Or maybe there is no understanding, even now. Just those eyes staring, empty. Dreamless to the core. I close my eyes. I see it. Suspended in the warm darkness. The thing that was me. A stone shaped like a fetus. What they call a lithopedion here in our world. I looked it up in Dr. Gray's anatomy. It's just hanging there, floating like it's tied to me with a string. It doesn't do nothing. Just looks at me with its empty sockets. Just like the ones that ancient icon had. I breathe in. Out. And the memories come. Senhorita, me ouves? Puedo ajudar? The superintendent called. There's a fire in the French Quarter. He said you should come right away. The hanged man. The very image of concentration. This is where you are headed. She's still quiet, is she? 
Keep an eye on her, Kathy. What's your name, new girl? You ain't some lunatic running away from the bug house, are you? She's with me, Honda. You can trust this one. No. Ethel. I didn't. Please. I didn't mean it. It's not me. It, it's not... Oh, golly. My liege. I know this might come as a shock. I can explain everything if you'll allow me. Oh, yes. Because you did such a good job of that earlier. I look up and I'm back on the lake bed. Soul gavel and cold coffin are before me, back from the dead. Or perhaps we're all dead, just like everybody else down here. At this point, I don't think it makes much of a difference. Wyatt, my liege, let me help you to your- I'm all right, but I do want you to explain yourselves, both of you. How can you be here? Um, may I? You may not. Well, you see, my dear, we perished with the old slumberman. But you brought us back with your little killing spree up there. With each new cycle, the same old faces crop up again. You might say we're the stock company. I know all that. Those priestesses told me. I mean, the other me. I mean, I know. But why are you here? Well, the new management upstairs doesn't particularly care for us. Relics of the previous administration, you might say. Both sides of it. You mean Ethel? That harpy has taken your rightful place, my liege. We must put an end to her infamous reign before it's hardly begun. Even without your icon, you are still the true Anaranach. No, I'm not. I'm just Lottie Lerman, and I'm done with this craziness. Please, Lottie, you must understand. This woman has gone against all that which was laid down in the scrolls of midnight. If she continues like this, it will have all been for nothing. I don't think I ever heard you say please before, Mr. Baron. Or sorry, for that matter. Like, say, sorry I killed your father and your friends. As you wish. I'm sorry I killed your father and your friends. And blew up your house. Do you mean that? Of course not. I'd do it all again. It was for a good cause. The best cause. Villain, I ought to run you through this instant. You did the same, even if you didn't know it. I'd suggest you get off your high horse, Chevalier, before you suffer an unfortunate fall. Enough. I got something I have to do. You fellas can tag along if you like, but I'll tell you right now, I ain't going off on any kind of crusade against evil with you. Not this time. I understand, my liege. What is your errand? I will lend whatever aid I can. That body back there. He deserves a burial. So I'm bringing him down to the skeleton town. If you want to carry him, I won't say no. Certainly. I shall... Great Chigi. This is... Let me guess. Your dear old auntie, who seemed like she never... Oh, my lord... He's nobody's lord name. Don't think he ever wanted to be in the first place. Come on, we ain't got all day. I start toward the tunnel passage, leaving the two of them gawping at the dead pharaoh behind me. 
Somehow I know they'll help me, even if I won't help them. Maybe they couldn't stop themselves, even if they wanted to. But if they didn't, I'd drag that corpse down onto that jetty myself. I know that much. I have to do this. This one thing. A good thing, for once. I try not to let myself think of anything else, to get distracted. I fail. Everything gets fuzzy again. The icon looms over me. And then I'm standing in the sunlight of a spring day in Emporia, Kansas, breathing in the life all around me. Monk's there. It takes me a second to realize he's talking to me. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. What? What do you mean by that? There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is without signification. Therefore, if I know not the meaning of the voice, I shall be unto him that speaketh a barbarian, and he that speaketh shall be a barbarian unto me. Was that meant to make things clearer? Write it down, Lottie. Then we put the numbers together. Maybe we'll figure out what the hell he's saying. She's there. Of course she's there. Why wouldn't she be? We've been traveling together since we left Zion, heading for that address scribbled in the book. No. No, that's not it. That was a long time ago. Another lifetime, actually. I don't know where I am anymore. When I lose focus, that eyeless stare is all I see. Now Ethel's shades, impenetrable like fog. If it was all a lie all along, how could I not have known? How could I not have seen? Are you alright, Lizzie You don't seem like you're with us. Uh, it's nothing. Did you find anything, Ethel? Nah, this is a dead-end town if I ever saw one. Time to move on. Yeah, it's funny. What is? Until a month ago, I'd never left Rora except to go to the mill in Saginaw. Now, I feel like I can't sit still. For we are strangers before thee, and sojourners, as were all our fathers. Our days on the earth are as a shadow, and there is none abiding. Well said, monk. Chronicles, if I'm not mistaken. Golly, you sure know the good book well. My father read verses to me every night before bed. I almost can't help it. Though... I think he still got me beat in that department. Verily. Don't write that one down, okay? She smiles. I laugh. But I see in her smile that she knows already. She knew what Monk was all along. Knew where he would lead us in the end. She let it all happen. She'd planned it out all along, like the parts in a dime novel series. And I played her protagonist, pulled helplessly from place to place without a clue. Never doubting, never questioning, never stopping to think. Where did that take me? A coffin, falling fast through a starless sky. A cramped guest room in Juarez, cut off from myself and all that I was. Senorita. Huh? Dr. Flores? Estaba soñando. You were dreaming. Was I? What about? <laughs> Only you know that, Senorita. But it certainly seemed frightening. That's funny. I don't remember. It's just a dream, anyway. Dreams don't mean anything. I thought so, too. Until I read a certain Dr. Freud. Do you know what he says? No. He says they're a wish fulfillment. A boy is starving, he dreams of cake. A man is single, he dreams of love. And so on. That sounds like hooey to me, Dr. Flores. 
what about nightmares? Who wishes for monsters to crawl out from under their beds? <laughs> Someone somewhere, I suppose. But Dr. Freud has an explanation for that as well. When the wish is something the patient does not acknowledge, a forbidden desire, if you like, it turns against him, becomes horrifying. And you have a pesadilla. That don't make a whole lot of sense to me. If that's true, everybody must have a whole lot of hidden wishes they're keeping from themselves. That's the idea, I believe. But it's only a theory. There's some who say the workings of the human mind can never be truly known. Anyway, care for some dinner? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Dr. Flores. I don't know what I'd do without you. <laughs> don't worry, senorita. You're safe here. While I live, no harm will come to you. I'll look down from Dr. Flores' smiling face and take a bite from my chicken. It feels strange in my mouth. I tell myself I'm being silly. Don't they say everything tastes like chicken? Except chicken? So what does it taste like? Something else. Like a man's heart. Still warm. Still beating. No. Why did I say that? I feel ill all of a sudden. Like there's something inside me trying to crawl its way out. Then from one moment to the next, I remember who I am. And then I'm not myself anymore. I'm just a ghost floating over a city. Or maybe it's a graveyard. Everywhere I look in the pale light of dawn, there's bodies. Crushed, half-eaten, or just plain dead. Their faces frozen in terror. Killed from fright, I guess, if I didn't know any better. In the distance, I hear a crash. Over on Tulane Avenue, there's a smoke cloud rising over an enormous thing. The greatest horror of them all. From far away, it looks like a beached whale the size of a zeppelin. Moving closer, I can see it's an enormous maggot, loaded with inhuman appetite, slumped over the charity hospital seemingly halfway through the act of feeding, now dead as any of the others. At the foot of the vast carcass, there she is, holding the stone in a sling like a child. I watch, immaterial, as Ethel climbs up on the worm with careful steps and addresses the gathered crowd. People of this world, you see before you the infamous Worm King, devastator of 10,000 lands brought low by me, your savior. Who the hell are you? What on earth are all these things? Have no fear. This is a new age filled with monsters and tribulation, but also salvation. Rejoice, rejoice, I am the one who- Excuse me. The crowd parts to make way for a troop of policemen with that Senator Long at their head. He points an accusing finger up at Ethel and matches her brimstone without even seeming a trap. I don't believe you answered this gentleman's question. Who are you and how came you to be here? I was getting to that. My name is Ethel Kunzler, a woman just like you. That's funny. I don't know any woman who can bring down giant vermin with a stare, and I've been to New York. Shut up! I'm talking. You're talking? Well, out there, good. Innocent folk are being torn to pieces and gobbled up by ungodly monstrosities. What are you doing about it? I'm the one that killed this creature. What about you? I'm just looking out for the common man. If this really is the end of days, and it sure looks like it to me, then my mission is more important than ever before. I owe it to the people of this good state to ensure their safety. Then if you got any sense, you'll join up with me. I'm the only chance any of you have. Really? And what if I were to ask you to prove it? Look. Everyone does. Just in time to see a murder of man crows, beaks dripping with gore and thirsting for more, swoop down toward the crowd, 
ready to decimate them. Ethel has only to hold up the sling to send forth a torrent of arrows that brings them all down without fail. Huh, fancy trick. Uh, who's to say you didn't whistle for all those monsters yourself? Did you hear me whistle? Hear this, I bring joyful tidings. Follow me and you'll be saved from the liars and cheaters that run this world in your name. Follow me and all the treasures that are rightfully yours will be yours. She puts her head to the carcass and in an instant explodes with a bang that makes the whole crowd jump. In the dead Worm King's place is a mountain of food, somehow miraculously clean and unnaturally delicious looking. The crowd wastes no time in piling in, while Long looks on with frustration to his bodyguards, who seem a little peckish themselves. You want that fairy food? I'd rather eat the giant grub. Not at all, Senator. Uh, sorry, Senator. What do we do now? Scats, huh? The kingfish knows when he's been beaten. Does anyone know what happened to Raymond? Senator Long, is it? What do you want, Miss uh, Kunstler? Kunstler? And please stay. There's room for everyone here. We'll be marching soon, on our way to clean up this world. But I suggest you start with Washington. Man-eating bird people ain't nothing compared to what you'll find there. Why, Senator, that was exactly what I had in mind. New blood in this country's government is long overdue. Of course, if you show the proper respect, I might have a very special place for you. Well, when you put it like that... With a gesture, Huey Long stays his retinue and steps closer to Ethel to ask excitedly for more details. Around them, the feast continues. But there are three who don't eat, only watch. Like me. A blind woman, a young man, and a man with a sheriff's badge. Though I doubt it's anything more than decorative now. You're seeing it, right? Is it as much as it sounds? More? I never saw so much food. The hospital's buried in it. She's playing them nicely, eh? Just wait till they've found out earthly paradise comes with a monthly down payment of murder. We should return to the house. We can't risk her seeing us. I heard somebody say they'll be moving soon. Someone should stay here to keep an eye on her. You do that, lad. I'll take the lady home. Be careful, eh? Sheriff, I didn't know you cared. Don't mistake conservation of resources for empathy, lad. Bomb and Kathy are God knows how many miles away. You're the only remotely able-bodied deputy I've got. I need you alive, that's all. You're not fooling anyone, Jack. Take my hand. I've got it. Careful, there's a curb. Dwayne turns back to the scene before him, gazing out impassively with all his feelings bottled deep inside. I failed him too, I guess. Another one on the list. Ma, Pa, Marianne, the Floreses, Soulcavel, Ethel, and poor Madame Zetzner, who lost everything for believing in me. I can't see them anymore. There's only the icon, still hanging there, motionless, same as ever. In a moment of madness, I want to grab it, but I won't. I'll let it show me whatever it wants me to see. Already I can feel the memories rushing in again. Or are they premonitions? Time. Time is just a thought shrinking in the distance now. Not so tight, Gerburn. Are you comfortable, dear? Yeah, she's made of stronger stuff. Cratchit cried like a baby when you pulled on the hooks. That's hardly got anything to do with anything, now does it? Now, Lottie, 
Look at me. Remember what I taught you? Yeah. Um, five, twelve, fifteen, forty-two, seventy. Close. Repeat after me once again. Five, twelve, fifteen, forty, seventy-two. Five, twelve, fifteen, forty, seventy-two. Very good. It's only a few days you've been here, yet already you surpass all my expectations. That's something to be proud of, dear. Thanks. I just don't know how that's meant to help me. I know you explained. Maybe I'm just a little slow? Not at all. It isn't the numbers themselves you see. It's what you see through them. The teratacti thing? Yeah. And what's that do? The purpose of the tetractus is to guide you home. When you're lost in the folds of your own dreamscape, it'll center you, remind you of your purpose, light your way back to the yellow brick road. Okay, if you say so. So blindfold, madam. Shall I? Give it to me. I can do it. Hold still, Lottie. Knots are already not my strongest suit. This is safe, right, madam? You ain't never lost somebody, have you? Uh. Don't worry, dear. Just remember the numbers, and all will be well. She puts the blindfold over my eyes, which are already closed. The warm darkness becomes a pitch darkness, cold as the vacuum of space. Again. I'm lost again. Then. Life. The eerie glow of a lake nestles deep underground. And on its banks, the church, its spire, as crooked as all the buildings around it. The dead congregations listen in piously as the minister offers invocations to their god, the pharaoh, with all the solemnity he can muster. O Lord, lend us aid, we beseech you. O Lord, deliver us, we beseech you. We are humble pilgrims bound for your bounteous pyramid in the sky, and you are our captain. Praise be to you. Accept this humble sacrifice of bones donated by each of the faithful in our meager flock. May it please you, and may you grant us all new life at your leisure, of course. Who is that? Eek! Quiet down, brethren. Your chaplain is concentrating. Excuse me. I think I have something you'll want to look at. You and the major. What's the matter with him? He's dead, you fool. What does it look like? But he was dead already. This simply does not follow. I suspect you are guilty of some violation. He is beyond death now, skeleton man. Lost to pure oblivion. <gasps> like... Like... Like the lake, right? Exactly! Hold on. What are you suggesting? A burial. Nothing more. If you want to keep what he's got from spreading, I suggest you go through with it. You mean it's contagious? Who's to say it isn't? Better safe than sorry. Brethren, have no fear. Bear the major to the jetty. Double speed. Who is to say they didn't kill him? What? I only said, when someone brings back a corpse that was last seen alive in their company, maybe a little suspicion is justified. Mmm, that makes sense. Took you long enough. She is a heretic, after all. Excellent observation, Martlet. Maybe we ought to take you to the jetty as well. Now he's not alive to protect you anymore. The impudence 
I shall cut them down to size for you, my liege. I could burn down this town and build a mausoleum from all their bones inside of an hour, if you'd like. No. I mean, that's all right. You can take me if you want, Minister. I mean, Magistrate. Which one are you? Both! And occasionally, glazier, town crier, carpenter, milkman, quality assurance specialist, tour guide, cartomancer, ballooning instructor, project manager, and odd job man. We're a little short-handed down here, you see. Gracious, what do all these poor souls do all day? That's no business of yours. I dabbled in interior design. Weren't you gonna arrest me? My liege, you cannot let this be. It's what I want, Mr. Soulgavel. It's the only thing left. Seize her! No. Give it up, you fool. You won't change her mind. You did it, didn't you, fiend? Brought her over to your twisted way of seeing the world. I did nothing. There's only one person in this or any world who can change Lottie Furman's mind. And I believe she's left this game for good. Okay. Magistrate. I'm ready. Yeah, I must say, your willingness to surrender yourself for a crime I've yet to formally accuse you of is admirable. If only more miscreants followed your example. Brethren, I mean citizens, take her to the jetty! What a shame. She was a fine decoration. Really? Better than a possum? Well, let's be reasonable here. They bear me out of the church through the winding streets, just as I had planned. Did I? Well, even if I didn't. It sure seems like I worked it all out in advance, doesn't it? By the time we reach the jetty, my mind is clear. Maybe this is what being a saint really feels like. Or mad. Same difference. I won't be anything at all in just a second. I look back from the palanquin, and I see Soul Gavel and Cold Coffin standing on the banks, watching me. While my head is turned, they throw the body into the water. Within a few seconds, it's gone. And I'm next. Hold it, Miss Heretic. Her name is Lottie. Please, Lottie, learn. That's a very strange name. What does it mean? Speak. Uh, don't know. I think maybe it's German. What is German? I believe it's a kind of fungus. How strange. A fungus that makes your name grow incomprehensible. Probably drove her to murder, too. Exactly. As Underville Coroner, I'd like nothing better than to examine her curious mind closely. But, sadly, science will have to yield to the interests of public safety. Any last words, Miss Lottler Man? Can you turn me to those two fellows on the shore? Hmm. That's a most irregular request. But, given how cooperative you've been, I'll allow it. Mr. Soulgavel. <laughs> My liege. There's still time. Let her talk. Go on, Lottie. What happens when I'm gone? To you and everybody. Do you want to answer that or shall I? One more word, Baron, and I'll push you in. Soul Gavel, tell me, you goddamn coward. <sighs> My liege, the answer to your question is nothing. Nothing whatsoever. But, but it's me. I have to- Red Sister, or whatever she's calling herself these days, has the icon that was born from you. The blood-born product of the ceremony. So long as she keeps it fed with the souls it requires, 
the new realm will continue to grow. And she'll have fun. But you are the true Oneronaut. She could never face you in single combat. She would crumble before you, and all would be right again. It was never a rat. This was all a mistake. Do you know how many people I killed? It was not you, my liege. It was- It was me. My fault. And there's no way I can pay it all back. No use even trying. Lottie, if I may, think of all you've done for Slumberland, for its people. No one since the Lord of Infinite Lands himself has done so much. Will you leave it all with her, a filthy traitoress? The one you trusted, the one who lied to you. I can't fight her. I, I can't. And I'm done killing. If that's all I'm good for, then, then I'm no better than you. Or him. Might as well go out the way he did. You can't. Enough! Those are the longest last words I ever heard. Do it, boys! Without so much as a space to breathe, they dump me in the drink. I sink like a stone, hardly even fighting my restraints. The water feels like it has no bottom. Better that way, I guess. I close my eyes. Oblivion comes. I surrender to it. Jumping on to